Welcome to the Effortlessly Abundant Life Podcast. I'm Natalia, a certified hypnotherapist and a mindset shifter. Not too long ago, I was a broke, burned out, multi-passionate, single woman to now making six figures effortlessly, marrying the love of my life and attracting what I want by using my unique bridge method. I'm here to help you achieve the results you want in any area of your life by owning your true unique self with less doing, less stress, and definitely less effort. Now let's jump to today's episode in three, two, one. So, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Effortlessly Abundant Life. I have such a treat for you guys today. I have the fabulous, talented Daniel Santos, one of the people that I met actually multiple times through tarot reading and astrology reading and just in the social media world and just seeing him evolve as a human being, as a healer. It was such an inspiring journey, and I just knew I had to bring him in here and talk about ayahuasca, talk about horoscope, talk about signs and Mercury retrograde, and just like in general, <laughs> seeing his perspective about what it means to be FLC Abundant Life. So hello, Santos. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh, what a pleasure to be here with you today, Natalia. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Oh, my God. Trust me, the treaty is all ours. So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about you. How did sure. you get into, let's talk about astrology, because that's kind of like <laughs> where I feel this is like, as you said, like 20 years in the making, you know it, you live it. Yeah. How did you start it, about it? How, like, why did you choose that kind of specific, I would say, tool to yeah. kind of bridge yourself from the spiritual world to the more 3D um world that we live in right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So I actually began studying astrology at uh, tw- uh, 11 years old. I was 11 when I started and I'll be 31 in February. So we're just like, you know, a little over a month away. So I'll be at my 20 years in February and I'm the son of two medical doctors. So <laughs> my parents don't believe in the metaphysical, magical, spiritual stuff very much at all. And I just, um, from a really young age, I was actually partially deaf as a child. So I would totally just like zone out and kind of go into my own world and escape. And uh, luckily, my hearing did get fixed from surgery as a child. But I think what ended up happening to me is from a really young age, I developed this quality of being a bit of a dreamer. Mm. And learning astrology, today, I'm what is known as an archetypal astrologer, meaning that I combine astrology with the psychoanalytic theories of some of the greats, such as Sigmund Freud, Carl Jung, Jacques Lacan, some of the greatest, um, you know, psychological theorists when it comes to the mind. And what I what I've done um, is I follow the branch of astrology that combines astrology with psychology for a form of like therapeutic healing. And we talk about your soul's purpose, your destiny, synchronicity, the ego, and the id. Um, these different stages of of your soul's development in my readings. And you've had a reading with me, so you would know all of this too. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It's amazing like how also every reading you do with different readers are different. 
and you yeah. get something different you get a message that is different and i love the fact you're kind of bridging the psychology because it's not just the knowledge it's like what do you do with that how you actually how you actually how you apply it to life that's that's 100%. what it's all about theory is nice like okay i'm this and that but how do i actually can move through this because the way i found the more we are who we truly meant to be in our essence the easier things come to us including Absolutely. abundance including money and i'm not just talking about money right when we talk about abundance abundance is abundance of opportunities of of health of love of all the things that you want it's when we actually who we are and it's so easy to be distracted with everything that is going around us all the noise all the conditioning we're going through when we're growing up with our parents, with our society, everywhere. It's just so, it's bombarding us everywhere. We get so confused. We don't even know who the hell we are. <laughs> 100%. And when I think about um, astrology and my business, I, you know, my business is called Santos and the Crystal Visions. Um, I established it during the pandemic. I was working as an assistant to the actor, Darren Chris, who you might know him. He was on the television show Glee. Yes. And yeah, so how's he I, doing? <laughs> so I, I haven't spoken to him anytime recently. I last spoke to him in May, but uh, you know, I worked as his personal assistant. And during the pandemic, work was so slow; they had to put me down to part time. That's when I started my business. So I have developed Thank life God. coaching. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. I we developed. I developed life coaching programs. One of them is called the medicine of the cosmos, where we look at your birth chart week by week and go through every single sign of the Zodiac. And you, I teach people how to use your birth chart as a tool for self-actualization. And I've got another program called the medicine of the shadow, where I teach people how to do shadow work and working with psychoanalytic theories and a little bit about shamanism. And uh, the goal is to use astrology in order to prepare people to do ayahuasca ceremonies so that they can begin, you know, unpacking this, a lot of the work up front before you even get to the ayahuasca ceremony. So we can go as deep as possible by the time you're ready to sit in the ceremony. Oh, okay. We're already going there. I feel it. But let's let's go back a little bit to the astrology world. Because, sure, sure. You know, what's interesting to me that a lot of people still don't believe in astrology. After all these years, after all the proof that we got from that and it's sure. interesting the millionaires right the people that are up there are using astrology so i think you know yeah. there's a famous quote that says millionaires don't use astrologers billionaires billions do. are right that's the <laughs> one. i think the numerology but i feel like it's a combination of both anyway it's, absolutely uh, it's because it's, it, it's hard to kind of niche down it's a combination of everything so when we talk about living in your essence attracting money especially mm. kind of as we are right now in full moon it says the last full moon of this year things are yeah. heavy i feel like this year in general every new moon full moon there's a lot of things happening correct me if i'm wrong but all the time i feel like oh my god i feel the emotions shit is hitting the fan things are not working out like how it's like it's so in Hence and intense it's just like it just feels like we are in this crescendo right now as a collective yeah. but how do you what kind of advice you can give people to maybe if they're not familiar with their chart but start looking into because it, it's free to see your chart how they can yeah. start like looking into what is the key for them to start um, attracting more abundance in their life easier and more effortlessly 
Absolutely. So what I do in a birth chart reading, you and I did this together, is I always look at what somebody's north node and their south node is in astrology. So the north node represents the karma that you have not fulfilled yet. Mm. It's the, the lesson or the archetype that you haven't learned how to play. I like to say astrology is like a giant game of rock, paper, scissors. And sometimes we get really good at throwing one move. It's like, oh, I can play scissors every time. But your north node is like, okay, you need to learn to throw paper because scissors isn't going to cut it every single time. <laughs> you need a sore, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. the north node, it's it's that skill or that tool that you came here to develop more of because that's what your soul needs in order to self-actualize. Mm. Whereas the south node is what you've mastered beautifully. You know how to do it so well that it actually might be holding you back. It is mm. that ace in the hole, that move that you can throw every single time. Uh, but in fact... It can also be maybe a weak point as well, because once we look, I was a wrestler in high school, so they called me live by the sword, die by the sword Santos, because I only knew how to throw a headlock. That was the only move that I knew how to do. And the other team started to study me. And once they found out this kid only knows how to do one move, well, uh -oh. I won 12 games and lost 12 games by the end of my senior year. And I was captain of the team. Okay. Oh, my so, God. But this is life. If you mm. only know how to throw one move, the universe is on to you. And it's like, mm -mm, versatility is going to be far more powerful than only knowing how to do one thing. Oh. So comfort zone. The cycle comfort of, zone. Yes. Exactly. That's what the cycle of reincarnation is for, to expand our souls. So looking into your north and south and really finding what is your karma for this life so you yes. can really tap into your or your aim basically your focus of why you're here and expanding your soul that is already a, uh, a key to attracting more of whatever that is that you want and I think something that I came with and I left with from our session that was absolutely amazing and I highly recommend for people to give themselves the gift of knowing themselves better from a different angle is the fact that timing is everything. Mm -hmm. You could be doing everything by the book, strategy-wise, working hard, doing literally everything by the book, but things are just not aligned yet. And that mm -hmm. was big realization for me because I thought that I'm bigger than time. I thought that I, if I do things right, I can collapse time. I can make shit happen. But it's just a reminder that I'm such a small particle of all this thing called galaxy, universe. I don't even know what to call it, right? Stardust. And we are part of this. We're not, it's not the world revolves around, around us. <laughs> it, we are part of this thing. And knowing that it's always going to come in the right time that is uh, for better for everybody involved, not just for you. So can you elaborate a little bit about that? If people are feeling a little frustrated, like the love of the life is not coming, the money oh, is not coming, the business is not taking off, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. So in my own personal astrology, I have it right now that now is not the time for my career to be popping off. Mm. Now is actually the time for me to be working on my personal life. And I left where I was living in Southern California. I moved back to my my childhood home to live with my parents. I went to Peru for two months to do my ayahuasca shamanism training, moved back to my parents' home, and now I'm here until they sell their house. So, because they're planning on selling it within yeah. the next six months. Okay. So in my birth chart, it literally is telling me right now, it's time for you to work on your personal life. 
So helping my parents prepare to sell their house is where my soul is needed right now. Wow. So rather than, you know, doing all my work and becoming larger than you want, you can be looking for that perfect job as much as you want. But if the divine timing is not there, you can just be wasting your time sometimes. Wow. And not that, that we can't do anything to make our current situation better. But I'm in the progress of saying, okay, my career is not really moving. The next move for me might be to stay living at home and go get a master's degree. That might yes. be a better use of my time so that I could actually be a therapist who also uses astrology and ayahuasca. Oh, it's so good. I feel it's such a powerful tool. Like I wish we all had that understanding and not just fighting with life and fighting with everything around you and forcing things and just kind of like, okay, this is not the time for me. Like, you know, there's four seasons. There's a reason for four seasons. There's a reason why there's winter. There's a reason why it's spring. And we have to honor that cycle for ourselves. And I feel we are so addicted to the doing, to the achieving, to the money, to the fame, especially. Are you a performer, by the way, as well? Oh, well, I, I do open mics and I sing and I write songs and play music. I can tell. I can tell. Uh, so <laughs> all of that. It's like we want to shine. We want to shine. Yeah. But a lot of times it's it's really not what we meant to do. We First of all, we hear in this life to evolve ourselves as a soul and yeah. honoring its, 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 its place right now. It's so crucial. So yeah. tell us a little bit about ayahuasca. I'm intrigued. I heard about it everywhere on Instagram. And I'm like, what is this ayahuasca thing? And I'm sure that people are listening are like, I have no idea what it is. Can you give us a little bit of what is it? <laughs> and what what is it like? What are we doing there? What is sure, the purpose? Sure. All those things. Well, I first got introduced to ayahuasca when I was working at a film production company. And one of the ladies in the finance department said, I just did ayahuasca. Mm. And I was like, oh, I heard about this 10 years ago. I'm yeah. dying to have this experience. Because I, I found it online when I was like, I don't know. In 2013, I probably discovered it. Wow. So, yeah. So I guess by the time she had told me about it, I only knew about it for maybe six years. But I was fascinated because this, all I knew about it was it was a tool for trauma healing. Mm. And it was something that created a psychedelic effect. Correct. So similar to something like magic mushrooms uh, or LSD, mm -hmm. ayahuasca and before people go crazy, this is not something you do recreational, okay? It's not fun to go on an ayahuasca journey. It's not the same as people doing LSD or mushrooms uh, yeah. because it's it's incredibly difficult. You know, ayahuasca, when you consume it, it causes you to purge. You can either vomit or have a what they call a bottom purge coming out oh, the wow. other side. I didn't um, know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can okay. really make you need to go to the bathroom. It cleanses the liver, the kidney, the bloodstreams, all of the internal organs. It's almost as if ayahuasca has like you in its grip and it squeezes your body and it pulls out heavy metals, detoxes, mm. poisons that are stored in the body. And then you either let go of it, you know, through the lower chakras or you vomit it up. Huh. And how was your experience with ayahuasca for the first time? What did uh, you so have? Yeah, the first time I did ayahuasca, I it was in 2019. I was working at a music management company and it was so profound and life-changing. I ended up losing 62 pounds after my first experience. Holy and shit. you have to understand I'm somebody who's lived with really severe eating disorder problems my whole life where I would like 
be binging and binging and binging. And then I would go days without eating. Wow. So when I first did ayahuasca, although it does make you purge in the ceremony, I switched to a vegan diet during that time. Uh, after I did that first ceremony, all of the weight fell off. It's interesting because people tell, I think in the first 24 hours or before you're doing your ceremony, you need to go to a plant-based diet just because, I mean, in the spiritual aspect, you want to be cleansed from any other energies that is animal-based products. Yeah. So. That's well, at a minimum, you're, you're going to want to do four days, yeah. but that's like the most minimum possible. If you want the best result possible from your first ayahuasca experience, I'd recommend doing the proper diet for at least a month beforehand. I agree. Cause it takes time to leave the body at least, Absolutely. A month, especially dairy. Yes. Like it takes a yes. long time. Or, it's like six months. Or, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I now eat everything. I, I eat a completely regular diet. Um, I'm just, I don't eat pork or shellfish anymore because of my shaman training. The, those things are like not allowed anymore because um, they're considered more dense or unclean, you know, shellfish being bottom feeders and pork is the meat that's most similar to human flesh. Mm. So the spirits don't, don't like those things being consumed. Um, but I've since done 62 ayahuasca ceremonies over the last wow. four years. No, I, mean, I can just... tell and see you. And just by following you, we're not, we're not like friends, but I see you in, you know, in social media and pictures and I can see the shift. Something about you is yeah. so much grounded right now. And, calm. <laughs> and like, you're so you, but in the Thank most you. calm, like very, I don't know how to even explain it. It's just, it feels so refreshing to be around somebody like that. It can tell you're a healed version of yourself and it's healing for us, right? To watch <laughs> you. And even if you don't, people that don't know you, they see that it comes through. So yeah, it's powerful. Well, thank you for saying that, you know, because before I went to Peru, although I've been working with ayahuasca for four years, it wasn't until I finished my training that I realized my biggest problem is that I've been an egomaniac my whole life. And the eating disorder of eating and eating and eating stemmed from never feeling enough. Mm. And then I used to have severe problems with like hooking up and constantly needing somebody to hook up with or somebody to like me. And that stemmed from the same thing of not feeling like I didn't like myself, so I needed somebody else to do it. And with my ayahuasca training and with this with this tool i finally am getting to the point where i love myself no matter what oh, so wow. but underneath if anybody's listening to this and they have that big ego or that that enough is never enough there's a lot of trauma underneath that you and know it's not just your trauma it could be you know not generational this trauma, generational yeah. trauma that we carry i feel like this specific generation right now it's a very unique generation yeah. that is brought to this world because we are moving to a new realm. We are moving to a new dimension that requires a lot of healing and shedding a lot of those layers that we think that we are. Yeah. Um, and we're doing a lot of work for all our bloodline. That's yeah. how it feels well, like. Anybody who is born with Pluto in Scorpio in their birth chart, which would be our generation, um, Pluto and Scorpio are both the placements in astrology that have to do with generational trauma. Mm. So we've got like a whole generation of people who are born under this alignment where it's like, hell, we're all like cleaning up this giant mess that our ancestors left for us. And like, 
it goes back multiple generations because Pluto represents the unconscious and Scorpio is the sign of generational like inheritances. So our generation has inherited the trauma of our whole bloodline and it's our job to escape that or set ourselves free from it. So it's, it's not easy. <laughs> It's not easy, let me tell you. And sometimes we sometimes we feel like, why me? Why I give myself <laughs> such a big role? It's like never ending also. Let's be honest. Like yeah. you think you are overcoming one thing and there's another thing and then there's another thing. And like it's constant growth. But I think when you have the right tools like ayahuasca, you have the support, you have the community, you have the tools like uh, astrology, tarot even. Yeah. Um, you can really find your center. So how you find your center, how you find your kind of alignment other yeah. than the ayahuasca, how you do it on a daily basis, just sure. curiosity. Well, if we're talking about having an abundant life, you know, you have to pay attention. What are you attracted to? What are you drawn to? Mm. For me, I've always been attracted to people that are really fit and in good shape. And what I've been able to do now is post eating disorder, I have a really healthy relationship with food. So I have to eat good food on a daily basis that's healthy for me. But I kind of trick my brain, I turn maybe my guilty pleasures into something sexy. So <laughs> for me, my number one favorite thing in the entire world is a banana peanut butter milkshake. Oh, so, <laughs> so I've, I've learned I have my little thing here I just ate it before we got on here I make banana peanut butter protein shakes now oh wow I get to eat that on a daily basis so I took my vice and I made it sexy I'm oh. meaning what, what I mean by that is I took something that was unhealthy or difficult and I made it work for me on my mm. terms you said so, something very important you said fun make it fun. Yes. make it not such a heavy thing you gotta do like work with what you love and see how you can bring some fun into it and yes. sprinkle some good things in it. Absolutely. There's a reason I, why you're drawn to it. So why fight it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, if you don't have fun, you're never going to make a lifestyle change. So like I, now I work out six days a week. I do weightlifting I do yoga on Sundays. Um, so technically I guess seven days a week, but wow. I I've found ways to use my desire to like want to hook up with someone all the time and channel it into some other kind of form of physicality. And now yeah. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm sexy. I got a cute butt now. I've got a cute shoulder or whatever. Like, And I, like you're, I, you're not a, a longer available to everybody. You don't want exactly. to honor your energy so much. And now you understand that yeah. it's not just a physical thing. It's an exchange of energy. And yeah. I had the same issue, what you just described. And I would attract like the most unhealthy man you can imagine and it was just bad. And that feel of never enough. And also at work, like I would work myself to death and always thinking like whatever I do is not enough. It always yeah. comes back to childhood. The fact that our parents didn't give this unconditional love, but in the end of the day, it's all about us giving us the unconditional love we're seeking yeah. out. Um, so here's my question. Sure. When we talk about abundance, okay. What is your way of attracting abundance more effortlessly? How you feel is your kind of relationship through the knowledge you gain? What does it mean right now to you? So I've been thinking a lot about this. So it's really funny that you're, you're bringing it up today. Uh, to me, abundance is learning to get out of my own way. Mm. Because I understand the universe wants to give me good things all the time. 
Isn't it crazy? And yes, yes. We always so, think like, oh, something bad is gonna. We gotta protect ourselves. It's like no, 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 no. <laughs> well, if we if we can get out of our own way, if we stop trying to steer the steering wheel and try to get things to work on our terms and follow the universe. For example, like I told you, now's not the time for me to be focusing on my career. It's about my personal life. However, one of my clients found out that some, that there's a luxury resort in Mexico is looking for an astrologer and tarot card reader. So she put my name in the hat, didn't even tell me. And yeah. I get a call from this resort and they're like, you were recommended to us. We've had five other people that we were considering. You actually are our top choice. We'd love I to jump dying. on a phone and do an interview with you. So it's like, look, you will attract amazing things into your own life just by being yourself. Wow. It's you, you have to trust that your network and your community or your own aura is going to attract good things to you. So mm -hmm. one of the things that steals abundance for me is if I go on a dating app and I'm swiping and swiping and swiping, I'm like, who's going to like me? Where am I going to find the right match? Where is this person? I'm learning to understand the right person will probably be introduced to me when the timing is right <laughs> or the right job. I'll be called out of nowhere when the timing is right. It's so interesting. So I'm I'm very into human design and human design is actually based on astrology, numerology and Kabbalah. And one of the things that most of our signs, there's five different types of energies. I'm, I'm sure you probably heard of it. Yeah, I'm but a manifesting generator. Me too. MG. Yes. I am dying. Yay. <laughs> so we are yes. multi-passionate. We love to do everything and anything. We have a lot of, we're very efficient. It can do in yeah. two hours what people do in a whole day. Uh, <laughs> but we tend to overwork it, right? We tend to yeah. overwork ourselves because we're everybody's conditioned to work nine to five in certain hours and not honor their own energy type and how they meant to work with their energy. So yeah. for us, we meant to respond. To respond to what? Instead of initiating, because manifest yeah. other initiators, the only ones, and they're only 8% of population. We're 30% oh of population where we are meant to respond. We're not to meant to hustle or work hard for things or, you know, go out there and make things out of thin air. We are meant to be here living our best life, follow what, what exciting for us and things would just fall into our lap, literally. And it's sometimes it's so hard to kind of understand, like, how easy can it get? Like, is that easy? The answer yeah. is yes. And it shouldn't be any harder than that. Because yeah. I feel anything with force is going to be forced and it's going to feel like a struggle. It's going to feel like something is not 100% there. And I'm actually right now looking into a house, buying a house. It's funny you mentioned about Congratulations. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> and, you know, I felt like the, it's just like I'm almost like convincing myself that I needed. And I just feel it in my heart. It's just not the right time. Yeah. And and it's, it's just, I know, and I kind of stopped myself because, you know, we're still working on really getting back to who we are and reminding who we are and say to Ray, wait, wait, the right house in the right time will come to me. Amen. And I need to stop going out there and looking all the listings and calling all the agents and drive myself crazy because that's just not, it's, it's not the way to do things smart way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and understanding that as long as you're not completely... Ne neglecting the things that you want in your life if you're being steady and staying committed to those things you want they'll happen 
you know, I'm at the point where my business is three years in, I could shut it down right now if I want, or I could keep going. And maybe I'm not, I, I had the least successful year out of my three years, but we also are in a recession. The economy's kind of slowed down. The writer's strike happened in California. I'm choosing to stick with this and I'm about to open up my ayahuasca church. So I could either, Wow, tell us about yeah. it. Like ayahuasca church, what is happening <laughs> here? Tell me, okay. how is it So, combining? so ayahuasca, um, because it is considered a schedule one drug in the United States, it's illegal. It's not something that's legally allowed to be served. But if it's part of a sacrament from a faith-based organization, then it's legal. You can think about the Native American church using peyote as one of the sacraments in their religion. So this would be the same thing for me. Um, I am planning on starting. So I have Santos and the Crystal Visions, my business, where I do astrology, coaching, spiritual stuff, helping people, you know, recover from whatever. But over here, I'm going to have my faith-based organization, which will probably be called the Temple of the Crystal Visions. So that way people, you know, there's a sanctuary, there's a safe place for people to come, sit in ceremony, be able to do it legally, be able to do it with somebody who's trained, who's worked and studied through the customs of an indigenous tribe over the last four years, and I guess four and a half years now. And uh, I want to do everything I do with integrity, because I've lived a life with high highs, low lows, and almost a schizophrenia of the extremes, the eating disorder, the sex addiction, the ego addiction. I want to help people. I want to be a guardian of living in complete integrity. And what I mean by that is just being whole inside yourself. Mm. And Yeah. I want Oh. people to feel safe to do ayahuasca with me. And I love that because I feel let's let's be honest, religion is not serving us anymore. I feel like it's just people start to realize and I listen, my dad is Christian, my mom is Jewish. Yeah. Like I've been born already to the split kind of like faith. Sure. And then my dad decided he's just don't believe in anything and is atheist. So I just was so kind of confused. What is the right way and kind of studying through all the different religions. But one thing I understood, why do I need to go somewhere or hear somebody tell me what I need to do in order to be seen and liked by God or considered to be good or bad and all these like rules and it just didn't make sense to me even as a little girl and I think it's so important right now now that I understand now I am religious I'm, I'm actually spiritual I'm not religious Yeah. and you know I wish we had a place to go doesn't matter if like Christianity like doesn't matter what faith but you have a place a community because that's what it's all about that's what people go to any church as the community, right? Anyway, Yeah. but to have the like-minded people and give them real answer for their state of confusion and have that tool that it's such a powerful tool be part of their prayer. I think it's just genius, to be honest with you. And it's interesting. I actually attended a sound bath in New York City, in Manhattan, Fabulous. in the biggest church in what it was, uh, 66th Street and Broadway. So, and I was like, this is amazing. This is like the new age meets religion. And this is what we need right now. We need to update things. And, and this is so needed. So I just want to kind of like approve the message of you're doing something incredible and much, much needed today. Well, thank you so much. And it's bringing to mind, you know, in astrology, how we have the rising sign, the sun sign, the moon sign. Anybody who doesn't know astrology, the rising sign is just what constellations coming up on the hour.
and this makes somebody's personality. Mm. So whereas the sun sign, it takes about 30 days for the sun to move through a different sign. The moon sign in the birth chart takes two and a half days. So we have these different markers of time. But now I'm thinking about in a much broader scope. I'm sure you've heard the term age of Aquarius before. Yes. Okay. So ages last 2,150 years. Mm -hmm. So we can think about the hour being the ascendant or the rising sign in the birth chart, which is changing hourly versus the age, which is this 2,150 years. Mm -hmm. Well, we're moving out of the age of Pisces. Yes. So that was a time where religion, there was the most holy wars. That's what everybody was fighting over, religion. That's where all of the source of conflict came. That's where we saw the rise of all the major religions, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, etc., so with this age falling behind us, now us being in the age of Aquarius, we're moving out of Pisces things, spirituality and religion being at the forefront. Now we're moving towards Aquarius things. This is the idea of the hive mind, the collective technology, humanitarianism, saving the planet. These are themes that will emerge over the next age, over the next 2,150 years. Didn't so, it start in September 11, if I don't mistake? You know, there's all sorts of different theories. Uh -huh. A lot of people believe that it started, you know, when the Mayan calendar said that the world was supposed to end. If you remember right. December 20, 20, 2012, 21st or whatever. Right. One of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then some people believe it was on December 21st of 2020, which was when we had the grand conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn in the signs of Aquarius. So... But all, you can all, feel it. We're definitely Yes, there. we're in it now. We're in it now, exactly. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and the and, reason I bring this up is mm -hmm. because religion isn't going to be the thing that's running our planet anymore. Instead, it's the collective. And being spiritual is something that we can all share in common. It doesn't have to be about one religion. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Or namaste, should I say? <laughs> namaste. <laughs> namaste. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go back to ayahuasca. Because I know sure. people are kind of like, hmm, sounds very interesting. It sounds like it solve can solve all my problems. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes work. You know, it's it's not just something that you take it once and you're cured. I was about to say. So I wanted you to kind of elaborate on who is actually it's a good fit for. Because I don't think everybody's a good fit for that. No, absolutely uh, so... not. Can you elaborate a little bit more that, about that? Yeah. Um, I also want to talk a bit about shamanism here as well. But mm -hmm. ayahuasca is its a good fit for anybody who might be curious to try it, uh, as long as they fit all of the reasons that aren't a good fit. But first of all, you have to be called to do it. If you don't feel a calling to do it, you should not do it. Because by the time you're actually taking ayahuasca and in the midst of this very intense psychedelic spiritual experience there may be moments where you're like i don't want this i want this to stop and when you take ayahuasca once you get on the ride you can't get off so there's it's nothing you can really ride, do huh? to... yes because yeah. uh again it's it's taking your perception of reality and taking it away from you and then forcing you to look at your trauma, your shortcomings, things about yourself that aren't desirable to look at. And it's, it's like, if you've ever cleaned a fish tank with that little pump, you know, when you pull the rocks up and all of the shit underneath starts to come up, that's what it does. Yeah. So, and it's magnetized it, and like, yes, 
and we're ready. It's hard for us to be still with ourselves and here you are yes. still with your traumas and all the things that you try to avoid and escape on a daily basis. It's overwhelming. Yes. So you have to have the desire to do it. It should not be forced upon you or done against your will by any means, because that's just going to make it worse. That's going to be a more traumatizing situation. If you're on the fence about doing it, I wouldn't even say that's necessarily a good time either. You have to say, I'm ready to look at myself. I'm ready to receive the messages and I'm ready to go through something really hard. Mm. So when we think about the people that should not do ayahuasca, anybody who is on SSRIs or antidepressants or, you know, MHO inhibitors, I think it is. Yeah, one of the those. beta blockers. Yeah, the, the, it's very similar to that. You I have know, it all, you know. all in my notes. <laughs> If you know it, exactly. Um, but anybody who's who's taking any kind of medication that's going to affect the serotonin in the brain, if you take ayahuasca with serotonin inhibitors or SSRIs, etc., you can develop serotonin syndrome, which can actually be fatal. Mm. So you're, or it can cause severe brain damage. So if you're going to do ayahuasca, you have to wean off of any antidepressants for at least one month beforehand to ensure that the brain can properly function during this experience. Number two, anybody who might have a family history of psychosis or schizophrenia or a schizoaffective disorder. Ayahuasca, because it does melt the reality plane, it can kind of prevent you from being able to go back, so to speak. Oh so, but again, this Kinda is only- scary. <laughs> yes, but this, what if you is... don't know, right? Maybe you, your parents are not, listen, my mom, she's a nurse. She's, a, she's working in a mental hospital. And a lot yeah. of times people don't even know. And, 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 you know, I, she sees her patients and she said, if the parents would knew that actually they have the same symptoms and they're just not diagnosed as it's kind of crazy. So, yeah. but I feel, as you said, like you need to be called to do it. Like your soul needs to call you to do it. And if your soul calling you to do it, safe for you to do it in the end of the day. Yes. So, yes. But also um, it's not a toy. You know, this is not something that is done recreationally. I like to say in my own practice, <laughs> excuse me for the graphic image, but Please. there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if we're talking about trauma, you can, you can use tools like astrology and tarot card reading. That's like level one. And I've had level some one. clients. Yeah. I've had some clients who had one client specifically where she was getting ready to do an ayahuasca ceremony and then though a couple days right before we went into the ceremony we uncovered her childhood trauma she started reliving memories that she didn't remember there was like some sexual abuse involved and then her her body part was actually bleeding profusely from oh releasing the trauma of the sexual abuse she experienced as a child wow. so you don't need ayahuasca to have a breakthrough. And I really want that to be something that's very clear to people. Ayahuasca is one of many tools. Thank you and for saying that. Of course. It's because just I feel one... like a lot of people kind of like, if you don't know ayahuasca, you don't know what you're doing. Da, 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 da. And nope. Yeah. I'm gonna just dispel that myth right now. You there's there's a thousand ways to heal your trauma. And you don't have to follow one specific path. Uh, ayahuasca is just I like to think of it as the sign Scorpio in the Zodiac, where you're going to pull up everything that's buried underneath. We're going to clean the fish tank with the pump immediately. Like you're getting a deep clean. And it's a physical act too. So I think yeah. there's, it's, it's a little bit easier 
than on the conditional therapy where you talk on your problems and hours and hours and it's kind of hard to get there. I feel like that's why I love hypnosis so much. And that's why yeah. I found the best way to help people is through subconscious rewiring, but it looks like it does the same thing, but just from the physical realm. I don't Absolutely. know. You know yeah. Well, and like I said, like I, I achieved the result that ayahuasca probably would have given this client. She and I had just worked. Yeah. But we worked together over the course of probably somewhere between four and six months by the time we actually made that breakthrough, whereas ayahuasca might give it to you on that first night. But it takes seven days, right? By the way, to to do a ayahuasca. journey usually typically how long it lasts seven days or so. Oh, no, no, no. That that would be insane. You know, <laughs> there are there are some psychedelics that do last longer than 24 hours. One of them um, being native to, to South Africa, it's called Iboga or Ibogaine. And an Iboga ceremony can last like three weeks. Yeah, fantastic. So at least correct, you know, people do your research, make sure I'm correct on this. I'm not an Iboga like shaman or anything, but I, I know it can last a long time. Yeah. Um, that's level three. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> but I like to think of ayahuasca. I, I love cooking. Cooking is one of the greatest passions of my life. And when we cook, we have the opportunity to use different ingredients. So we can think about trauma healing. All right, that's some leafy greens. We're going to throw in astrology and tarot card reading. And then we want to put some chicken. All right, we're going to do this and do this. By the time you throw ayahuasca into the mix, think of it as like vinegar. Mm. It's a really strong substance. And if you use mm. too much vinegar, it's going to hurt you. You yeah. know, this is not something to be used recreationally or as a toy. Instead, it's something that you have to have a measured approach with. If you are making salad and put too much vinegar, you can't eat it. Yeah, that's for <laughs> you sure. know, and it, it can literally hurt you. It can cause digestive issues. Issues. You can burn yourself with too much vinegar. Like, you know, vinegar yeah. can even be used to clean your kitchen counter because of how antimicrobial it is. So, oh yeah. I, well, my husband is always laughing at me. He just by, he walks in, he smells the salad, like, oh, this is your salad. I can tell because I love vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, you might really like ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like anything. You have to have a, a, a rational and measured approach. You could just start doing yoga every day for a year and come to your own breakthroughs or you could work with a therapist or a trauma healer, whatever. Ayahuasca is for those who might want to take the shamanic approach and have a spiritual experience and be willing to face their demons. Mm. It's like it's a very magical experience that's filled with some really supernatural, holy, spiritual things. I've seen angels. I've experienced meeting demons. I've seen the devil himself. No way. Ayahuasca Talk to me ceremony. about that, please. Oh, my God. So there was... Uh, <laughs> in ayahuasca training, you do what's called a dieta. So the ayahuasca dieta is where you are fasting for an extended period of time and you're drinking ayahuasca along with the tincture of a specific plant. Okay. So when you do this, the idea is that you're planting that plant essence, that plant spirit to your soul. You're actually choosing to merge that plant with your soul. Wow. So when you're, yes. So when you're merging the spirit of this plant to your soul, you have to root it into something so most oftentimes these plant spirits go to your darkness and they find the darkest parts of yourself and 
it goes to the shadow and it forces you to look at what you don't want to see. So one of the, I, it's been a couple of times that I've met the devil on the ayahuasca ceremonies, but the devil is just a metaphor for your own demons. Mm. So your own shadow, your own darkness. So the you devil just comes. saw pictures, you saw events. I saw like, you know, the tarot card, the devil, if you've ever yeah. seen it, where there's like the devil on the card, it was kind of like that. So your demon, your devil has to do with what got you to that situation in the first place. And for me, it was being overly promiscuous and being somebody who is searching for a way to connect with people and get more attention and yada, yada. So that's when I really recognized, okay, when I, when I am using my ego to get what I want rather than letting the universe deliver things my way, that's when I get in trouble in my life. If I learn to stay out of danger and stay out of the darkness and get away from my own demons, the universe is only going to give me good things. All of the, the misfortunes that I experienced in my life were self-created. Mm. So. So big. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine going through this. You're not the first one who told me like the actual encounter <clears throat> the devil itself. Like it's a very strong energy. Yeah. And But yeah. the plant that I was working with is called the Neuerau tree. I actually am wearing a necklace that has the wood of this tree on it right now with the nice. planet Saturn. Saturn being the karma planet. So it's either oh, the wow. heavenly father or the devil because ah. karma is delivered. You can choose the light or the darkness, but you're going to learn your lesson either way. That's what Saturn is. I love that. So, and I think we need both. We really do. Yes. It's not yes. about good or bad. I think it's a gift that we can learn ourselves better through the, I would say the, all these different kinds of emotions and different kinds of ways of who we are, because we cannot know light without darkness. That's, yeah. that's the truth. And we can't avoid that. And I think, so when you saw that, were you doing any healing with that? Do you ask for forgiveness? That's something that I usually do with my clients is forgiveness. At least for me, I feel it's the, one of the highest energies that we can dissolve all this heaviness and, is there a way, like after you encounter this yeah. trauma, what is it do you do? <laughs> well, so like I, I was mentioning, I was working with this, this Neurau tree. This is the tree of enlightenment. Uh -huh. So this tree has no shadow energy. There are very few entities, spirits, things on our earthly plane that don't have bad, mm -hmm. they, that, they, that they can escape duality. But this wow. tree that I worked with, it has no bad. So when you're working with it, well, it's like, okay, I can't deliver any negative energy to you. So the only place that can root is in your own demons. Mm. So by forcing you to, that's, that's why people work with this. It, it goes into your own shadow and uh -huh. it forces you to look at, okay, what part of me is, is quote unquote, the devil? What's the part of me that, that chooses the hardest path possible? What this is all about, we learn about ourselves through the conflicts and the negative things that we attract into our lives that's where that idea of the devil comes in it's the the energy of karma mm -hmm. wherever your demon is inside of you the thing that wants to be special or get attention or or choose reckless situations or your attachments that aren't good that's when karma comes in and says you gotta let go baby like it's not so who you really are it's yeah. not who you really are. So that's what I've learned in my journey with ayahuasca is learning to let go of things that I shouldn't be holding on to because I oh deserve that. Oh my better. God. I feel I can talk to you for years. Um, oh. so, 
For those who want to learn more about your work, do work with you, either through your tarot reading, astrology reading, ayahuasca journeys, where they can find you. Okay, so basically, um, if people are interested in working with me, you can go to my website, www.santoscrystalvisions.com, or you can reach out to me on social media at Santos Crystal Visions on Instagram or TikTok. I'm more likely to respond on Instagram. He's big uh, on TikTok, by the way, guys. He's going up there. <laughs> I'm about to hit 40,000 followers. It's I'm crazy. Excited. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and it. then uh, if people are interested in doing ayahuasca, that's a service that I haven't begun to start offering yet because I'm still in the process of getting my faith-based organization in order so that I can make sure everything's above board, done with integrity, done legally. Um, but if you want to get your astrology and tarot tarot cards read in the meantime this is a good way to to spearhead yourself for working with me with ayahuasca in the future 100 percent. and i as i said i approve this message because he's truly as i said it's not just astrology reading you can go you can read all these things on the internet there's channeling there there is intention there there is connecting the dots there that you can't get anywhere else and I highly, highly recommend if you guys want to have a better year and knowing where you are in your life and what phase in your life, what is your, as, as we talked about, what is kind of like why you came here? What is actually the thing you need to focus your energy on? It's, it's, it's gives you so much comfort and relief and more like you can move through life easier. So yeah. thank you again so, so much, Santos. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for being here. And We'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such an honor. And God bless you. God bless.